This program is brought to you by Bible Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today in episode 109 is going to be from 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verses 13 and 14. God's people must humble themselves, pray, seek God's face, and turn from their evil ways to be forgiven of sin. 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verses 13 and 14 read, When I shut up heaven, and there is no rain, or command the locusts to devour the land, or send pestilence among my people, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, and pray, and seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, and will forgive their sin, and heal their land. When God was angry with his people, and he would shut the rain off, or he would command the locusts to eat all their crops, or send pestilence to cause many to die in Israel. He would always forgive them if they would come back to him, if they would humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. No matter what we've done, we can always come back to God. It simply takes humbling ourselves, praying to him, seeking his face, and turning from our evil ways. God will always keep his word. When he says he will forgive us, if we will repent of our sins and come back to him, then he means he will forgive us if we will repent of our sins and come back to him. In Acts chapter 9, we have a man by the name of Saul of Tarsus who lived a life in rebellion against God. He persecuted Christians. He even held the coats of those that would stone Stephen. And so God met him on the road to Damascus and blinded him. And said, why do you persecute me, Saul? When Saul realized that what he was doing was wrong, he was obedient. He went to the road called Straight. He looked for the man by the name of Ananias. And when Ananias told him what he needed needed to do, he did it. He was baptized. And why tarryest thou arise and be baptized and wash away thy sins, calling on the name of the Lord? You see, Paul was a very proud man. He was a Pharisee of Pharisees. But when Jesus met him on the road to Damascus and blinded him, he humbled himself. And then when he went to the road called Straight, he prayed. And he sought God's face. And then when Ananias told him what he did and that what he was doing was sinful and that he needed to be baptized, he was obedient. He turned from his wicked ways and was obedient to God. In Acts chapter 2 and verse 38, 37 and 38, Peter had just preached a sermon convicting the people there of sin. In verse 37, they said, Men and brethren, what shall we do? And Peter answered their question with repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And so that's exactly what they did. From 39 to 41, we find that out. In 47, we find that after they were baptized, after they had gladly received the word, 
Then the Lord added to the church daily such as were being saved, verse 47. You see, they humbled themselves. They prayed. They seek, They looked to God. They wanted to see his face. And they turned from their wicked ways. They repented of their sins and were baptized. And God added them to the church. When I shut up heaven and there is no rain, or command the locusts to devour the land, or send pestilence among my people, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and forgive their sin and heal their land. This is true for us today as well. If we will simply do these things, the alien sinner would come to God if he would humble himself and be obedient to God, to how God wants him to be saved. In Mark chapter 16, verses 15 and 16, the Bible says, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be condemned. He that believeth and is baptized will be saved. But so many people don't want to humble themselves to listen to God. They want it easy. They want to say, well, all I have to do is believe. But Jesus said, you have to believe and be baptized in order to be saved. And the only way to humble ourselves is to listen to him and be obedient to him. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and heal their land. But the opposite is also true. If they will not humble themselves, then he's not going to hear and he's not going to forgive their sin. If they will not pray to him, if they will not seek his face or turn from their evil ways, then he is not going to save them. And so the question today is, if you've been baptized and you humbled yourselves, you prayed, you sought God, and you turned from your wicked ways, but then you went back to your evil ways, is God going to still hear you? No. We need to continue this process throughout our lives. We have to continue living godly in order for God to hear us. In Proverbs chapter 28, verses 13 and 14, it says, He who covers his sins will not prosper, but whoever confesses and forsakes them will have mercy. Happy is the man who is always reverent, but he who hardens his heart will fall into calamity. He who covers his sins... Sometimes as God's people, we're baptized and we understand that we need God in our lives. But then we start covering our sins and start making excuses for why this is not sinful. Why we can continue doing this and God is still going to be pleased with us. But that's not the way that this works. Once we've been baptized and we come into God's family, we have to continue living this way. We can't then start covering our sins. Notice in 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verses 13 and 14, it says, My people, if my people, and then he says, are called by my name. So these are people that are God's people that have sinned, and now they need to come back to him. They can't cover their sin and act like it's not there and say, well, we're God's people. He's going to save us anyway. Well, that's not what it says here. It says, if you will humble yourselves, pray, seek my face, turn from your wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. It's not once, always, once saved, always saved. It's continue doing God's 
will in our lives, continue living the way that we need to live, continually humbling ourselves, praying, seeking his face, and turning from our wicked ways. We can't cover our sin and say everything's going to be okay. Solomon found this out in Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verses 13 and 14. At the end of Ecclesiastes, he said, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is man's all. For God will bring every work into judgment, including every secret thing, whether good or evil. And so man's all is to fear God and to keep his commandments. Why? Because God's going to bring every work into judgment, including every secret thing. We cannot hide anything from God. We may be able to hide things from one another, but we cannot hide them from God. We cannot cover our sins and expect God to forgive us because he knows the sin we have in our lives, and he knows whether we're humble. He knows whether we need him or not, or we think whether we need him or not. He knows those that are praying to him. He knows those that are seeking his face through study, and he knows those that have truly turned from their wicked ways. Because if you truly have not turned from your wicked ways, then he is not going to hear you and he's not going to forgive your sins. In Isaiah chapter 55, verses 6 and 7, the Bible says, Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord, and he will have mercy on him and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. God will abundantly pardon us of our sins if we will turn from our wicked ways. But if we will not turn from our wicked ways, then we separate ourselves from God. In Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6, it says, But without faith it is impossible to please God. For he that comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. We have to diligently seek God our entire life in order to have the reward that God wants for us. Seek the Lord while he may be found, because there's going to be a day in which he is not going to be able to be found. For the Christian, that day is either going to be the death of the unrighteous or the second coming of the Lord where the person has not been faithful to him. Then he's no longer going to be able to be found by those people. Even though they're going to want to find him, he's going to be unfindable. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord and he will have mercy on him and to our God. For he will abundantly pardon. God wants to abundantly pardon us, but he needs us to forsake our evil ways, to turn from our wicked ways. He needs us to humble ourselves, to pray, to seek him and turn from our evil ways. God's people must humble themselves, pray, seek God's face, and turn from their evil ways. If we will refuse to do this, then he cannot save us. In Luke chapter 13, verses 3 and 5, the Bible says, I tell you, no, unless you repent, you shall all likewise perish. It says twice because it's so important. In verse 3 and 5, I tell you, no, unless you repent, you shall all likewise perish. In Matthew chapter 3, in verses 8 and 9, the Bible says, Therefore bear fruits worthy of repentance, and do not think to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. For I say to you that God is able to raise up children to Abraham from these stones. So the Pharisees, the Jews, they said, We have Abraham as our father. We're already God's people. 
But Jesus told them, you still need to bear fruits worthy of repentance. And that's what's being talked about in Second Chronicles chapter 7, verses 13 and 14. Humbling ourselves, praying, seeking God's face, and turning from our wicked ways. These are fruits worthy of repentance, things that we need to do in our lives. When we sin, we need to understand that what God wants for us is the best. We need to bear fruits worthy of repentance and stop saying, well, we're members of the Lord's church. We're going to go to heaven because that's what the Pharisees and the Jews thought back then. Where we're God's people, we're automatically going to heaven. Well, that's not what the Bible teaches. The Bible teaches that we have to be obedient to him in order to go to heaven. In Matthew chapter 7 and verse 21, Not everyone that says unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. And the will of the Father who is in heaven for the man that is committing sin is to humble himself, pray, seek my face, and turn from his wicked ways so that I can heal him, so that I can forgive his sin. That is the will of God. In Acts chapter 2, verses 14 through 47, the Bible says, But Peter, standing up with the eleven, raised his voice and said to them, Men of Judea and all who dwell in Jerusalem, let this be known to you. And heed my words, for these are not drunk, as you suppose, since it is only the third hour of the day. But this is what was spoken by the prophet Joel. And it shall come to pass in the last days, says God, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions. Your old men shall dream dreams. And on my maiden servants and on my on my men servants and on my maiden servants I will pour out my spirit in those days and they shall prophesy I will show wonders in heaven above and signs in the earth beneath blood and fire and vapor of smoke the sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the coming of the great and awesome day of the Lord and it shall come to pass that whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man attested by God to you by miracles, wonders, and signs, which God did through him in your midst, as you yourselves also know, him being delivered by the determinate purpose and foreknowledge of God, you have taken by lawless hands and have crucified and put to death, whom God raised up, having loosed the pains of death, because it was not possible that, it sh- that he should be held by it. For David says concerning him, I foresaw the Lord always before my face, for he is at my right hand that I may not be shaken. Therefore my heart rejoices, rejoiced and my tongue was glad. Moreover, my flesh also will rest in hope, for you will not leave my soul in Hades, nor will you allow your Holy One to see corruption. You have made known to me the ways of life. You will make me full of joy in your presence. Men and brethren, let me speak freely to you of the patriarch David, that he is both dead and buried, and his tomb is with us to this day. Therefore, being a prophet, and knowing that God had sworn with an oath to him that of the fruit of his body, according to the flesh, he would raise up the Christ to sit on his throne. He, foreseeing this, spoke concerning the resurrection of Christ, that his soul was not left in Hades, nor did his flesh seek corruption. This Jesus God has raised up, of which we are all witnesses, therefore being exalted to the right hand of God, and having received from the Father the promise of the Holy Spirit, he poured out this which you now see and hear. For David did not ascend into the heavens, but he himself 
The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand till I make your enemies your footstool. Therefore, let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God has made this Jesus, whom you crucified, both the Lord and Christ. Now when they heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said to them, Repent, and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is to you and to your children and to all who are afar off, as many as the Lord will call. And with many other words he testified and exhorted them, saying, Be saved from this perverse generation. Then those who gladly received his word were baptized. And that day about 3,000 souls were added to them. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and in fellowship and in breaking of bread and in prayers. Then fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done through the apostles. Now all who believed were together and had all things in common, and sold their possessions and goods and divided them among all as anyone had need. So continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking of bread from house to house, they ate their food with gladness and simplicity of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily such as were being saved. You see, God's people always need to humble themselves, pray, seek God's face, and turn from their evil ways to be forgiven of sin. And when we do this, God will forgive our sins and heal our land. So as we go about our lives today, let this little, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizer, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. So as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting our website, BibleWayMedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.